Buddhism, a religion that I find myself drawn to, is a religion culminated by one man, Siddhartha Gautama, otherwise known as the Buddha. Gautama, born in Lumbini, present-day Nepal, in the 5th century BCE, was a leader of a sect named the Sramanas, a band of wanderer ascetics, one of the multiple sects that inhabited India at that time. After time, this sect became known as Sangha in order to differentiate from communities of a similar nature. As time had passed and the Buddha has passed away, the community he had left behind gradually began to develop into a religion and the teachings that Gautama had brought to the world became the basis of the Buddhism we know today. Since Buddhism's humble beginnings in Nepal, the power of the religion has made its way outside of Asia and has culminated an incredible following estimated to be somewhere near 400 million worldwide and it is no longer a culturally specific religion. Something that comes hand in hand with Buddhism is meditation. In its simplest form, meditation refers to a range of practices that promote relaxation. The benefits of meditation are said to be an increase in qualities such as compassion, generosity, love and patience. In relation to Buddhism, meditation is a path to enlightenment, which is the English translation of the word bodhi, which translates to awakening. And at its core, is an insight into a transcendental truth. I sat down with my friend Cameron, someone who in recent years has found a coherent connection with Buddhism and meditation, and we had a chat about his entry into the religion. I got into Buddhism through meditation, and I started using this app that was designed to help you meditate. And the reason I, the reason I got into meditation is because I'd read online that it was supposed to help with uh, music production and just being focused and paying attention and that was sort of my way into meditation, yeah. But it wasn't until about a couple of weeks that I started to feel the real benefits of it. I think as soon as I started doing it, my focus improved, I got better at producing music, I was less judgmental of what I made. There were loads of benefits that were just immediate, but it was only, it was about a couple of weeks after that that I sort of hit a real turning point and it became less about just producing music. So I went for a walk and I just remember being so, so alive, just feeling so in touch with what was around me and just the present moment was, was right there and, it, and everything felt profoundly real. It felt incredibly real and I think that's when, that's when I started to realise what mindfulness was. It wasn't this focus that you could just, you know, hone and point like a light, you know, you couldn't make, it wasn't this tiny beam of light, it was this huge expansive awareness that engulfs everything. I was lucky enough to have the opportunity to talk with Dr. Richard Whitecross, who has written an abundance of papers surrounding the Buddhist religion and the surrounding political connections. I was curious to find out what he believes the main differences that exist between Buddhism and other global religions are. In the absence of an external deity, it means that an individual who identifies as being Buddhist has to take responsibility for their own actions. And I would say identifies as being Buddhist rather than just being brought up as Buddhist means that you're actually making a conscious choice to follow the teachings of Buddha. Buddha himself is not a god, rather seen as a sort of moral exemplar. And I don't mean moral in a sort of churchy way, I just mean as a way of being. And I think having integrity in your life when you know you can't just say a prayer and be forgiven for your actions is quite important because it means that you do have to think about how you engage with other people, the world around you, and how you treat yourself. So for me, it's about being able to live my life with integrity 
but I'm responsible. And that's the part I think some people find terrifying. I probably was interested in Buddha and then came to meditation. For many people, the encounter mindfulness training. So they get the experience of sitting down, becoming aware of their body, maybe following their breath, and then maybe trying to stop following their thoughts or constantly going around their head. That can lead people into Buddhism, but more importantly, it can lead them from just mindfulness training as something they might do at school, at work, but maybe going, well, actually, maybe there's something I can benefit, I can get from doing this more often. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope it's been informative. I look forward to hearing from you soon.